Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, and in association with Simon and Schuster, we continue Cary Grant Month with this World War II picture from 1959, Operation Petticoat, starring Tony Curtis, Gene O'Brien, Dina Merrill, Gene Evans, Dick Sargent, and Arthur Connell. Now, we're going to have fun today talking about this, and we're all back together again. I am Nick. And I'm Kaz. I'm Dan. And I'm Joss. We're back. Oh, it's been fun this week. You know, we got some things to talk about with this, because this episode, I mean, has some events that are absolutely very near and dear to my heart, and um, some things that were really, really, really cool. Um, is I had a um, I had a grandfather who served in the Navy during World War II, and he was actually in the Philippine area. Mm. So this a large part of things that you know, there's one thing that actually happened that was actually lifted from uh, war logs off of his ship. Um, so it is actually cool. I'll point that out as we go along. But folks, uh, just remember we are associated with Simon and Schuster this month, so we are uh, working on presenting Cary Grant's *A Brilliant Disguise*, a new book by Scott Iman. Now, keep in mind for our patrons, we do have a interview with Scott Iman that you could certainly go ahead and check out. Who he was super generous with answering our questions and, you know, giving some time. And I think he was just the nicest man in the world. And patrons can check yeah. out that full interview. Yes. Yes, that full interview's there. And it was it was really worth... It was so much fun. It was so much fun. So, um, let's go around here. So, I mean, first time around... Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I have never yep. seen it. Yeah. seen it before. Yeah, this is not a... Um, two reasons why I personally put this movie into play um number one it's world war ii uh, which is a period of time i'm just fascinated with 100 percent uh cary grant uh, also started doing different things also uh, with his wife that he had at the time uh was a psychotherapist and he started experimenting with lsd oh dear oh <laughs> Oh, and it's there's a reason why he's a little more deadpan in this movie. Honestly, uh, <laughs> I it was a little refreshing. Yeah, because he's not usually the straight man. So yeah. that was that was funny. But I got to admit, this was a good pick. Yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. Me too. I really did. Me too. So me too. Uh, and it's really fun. It's just this is a, it's slow a little bit at first. Oh man, it was yeah very slow. Yeah, it kind of glazed over maybe the first twenty minutes. Yeah, it, it yeah. takes a little while to get where it's going, but yeah. I mean, until until Tony Critter shows up anyway. Yeah, yeah. and starts the, sh <laughs> the shenanigans. Until that starts, it's kind of like what, what's happening? Mm. What's going? Yeah, on? they're just repairing a ship. Yeah, he's the rum but champion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At first, too, when he's introduced, I'm like, uh, okay, so uh, he's never done a day of hard work in his life. Okay. No. And then you realize, oh, wait a minute. There's no, a reason. He's a fucking thief. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, no, he's done hard work, just a different kind. Yes. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> acquisitions. Yes. He, he, is, he becomes their supply officer. <laughs> It's really interesting there is because Tony Curtis absolutely idolized Cary Grant. Did he? 
Yeah, so he was cast first for this movie Mm -hmm. into the role, and then he begged the directors to get Cary Grant at any cost, just so that he could work with his idol. That's really sweet. And Cary Grant at this time was just, I think he was in his early 50s. I was going to say, he looked older, definitely. He definitely definitely painted his hair uh, salt and pepper for the uh, The the very very beginning. Yeah, they painted his hair, they also tanned him a lot. Oh, definitely. But this is himself like he he got obsessive with tanning once film started going to color oh really yeah to try to keep his image and try to just stay constant as the carrier that's so bad for your skin though man it definitely was i mean towards the end of his life where he finally gave it up in the 70s and the 80s is where you could see Cary grant with pale skin and it really looks weird Oh, I'm sure it does. It's really odd, but you do see him with full white hair, and he really doesn't I, look the same. Yeah, no, I, I do remember these, some of these pictures. Mm. Well, we were saying, uh, what was it, like, you can you can barely even tell that he's British. Yeah. All is just, like, his accent yeah, is just yeah. completely melted yeah, by this point. At this time, he is legally Cary Grant. Yes. Yeah. From our last movie to now, and I mean, he is 100% American, mm-hmm. you know, to a degree. He hasn't had his daughter yet. Um, you're going to notice in the next he movie. He has her later. Yeah. Way later. Much later, and this was the one, his fourth marriage, or I believe. Fifth. I can't remember which he's on the I think it fifth. was his fourth, because I don't think they were living together. No, that's right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, it was the fourth. It was the fourth yeah. marriage. Um, yeah. And then he, his fifth wife. Yeah. Is the one that he, when he passed away, that were married. Right. That's right. Yeah. Right, and she, um, Jennifer Grant, um, who still is very active, does talk about her dad a lot, but also he was a lot older. Including he was like 30, 40 years older than his wife when they had when. Damn. When, yeah. It's, it's it's. Yeah. It depends on if she was in her 20s or not, yeah. though, because then that's icky. Yeah. And uh, Carrie also, um, he had, uh, let's see, he had, he had Jennifer there, but he, he did start to slow down and start to do a lot more business. I mean, this is really like his last real, like, super leading role. Right. And... Uh, Scott goes into it a little bit about, you know, how it changed his life in the interview. And, you know, we started to really like go out of it and go more into business a lot more. And he was getting more disinterested and also like charade next week with Audrey Hepburn. You're going to notice a lot slower personality. And well, I was going to say, um, I know that at this point in his life, he was very frustrated with the Hollywood life in general. Yes. Like, he was very frustrated yeah. with uh, the way he had been treated, because he thought yeah. he should have been treated much better. And to be honest, I think he was right. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was he was being pushed over for films for so long. He wasn't getting the accreditation yeah. he deserved so I think I, I kind of understand why he was backing off. Yeah, he he aged out. I was going to say, plus, in my for opinion. older, yeah. at that point, like, there was a certain time frame for actors where you just weren't going to get any roles until you hit a certain age. So you, right. he's in that, he's too old to be the love interest, he's more like the dad now, Right. and you don't see Cary Grant in a movie about playing 
daddy. No. Um, so he would either have to change that type of personality and kind of morph into that or step out. Right. Right. And yeah, he did start to step out a lot. And I mean, he, um, he did a lot of things and we'll get more into that next week, but really this one operation petticoat to me is just such a personally, I think one of the best because it's just out of, um, out of reach of my grandfather's story mm. slightly. I mean, he served in World War II, uh, Jesse Cadero, who was a peace officer and basically morale officer. Hell, he was the freaking cook on a ship of the U.S. Argonne. Okay. So he was a morale officer because he knew how to cook a lot of damn good you're, food. You're a Navy. I'm Army. And, you know, he did, he, he did <laughs> what he did and, you know, did serve very well. He served just under four years from the time the... Um, from the time the war started and he got shipped out just about till the war's conclusion. Um, although the first few years, once, you know, until, you know, he went to the Philippines, until Emperor Hirohito resigned, and then after that it was kind of, you know, his words were kind of good. Um, but there are some things like having a luau on, on top of the submarine when they just basically killed a pig. I was so uh, sad. Yeah. I was kind of hoping the women were going to be like, we're not killing this. Yeah. This is going to become our pet because How that's dare. what I would yeah. Yeah. And Hornsby. The, yeah. And there, Hornsby. Yeah. There was a story that he told about him uh, when he was he was serving that he actually stole a lot of stuff from a supply tent of an army of an army base. And just for the sake of it, you know, things that were morale, and he ended up trying to steal a whole bunch of stuff to try to fix his grill. And he fixed the grill and ended up okay, but then ended up with a bunch of 1940s style, basically porno mags. <laughs> and uh, Do ended a lot up, of Bibles. Yeah. Ended up with a bunch of a bunch of pens that when you flip it over the bathing suit goes off yeah. and then a bunch of pinups and then gave it to every one of his friends on the ship. They got Gertie pens. Yeah. <laughs> I just said, Alright, you know, let's let me do that and I'm like, Papa, good on you. And, <laughs> I mean, at the time of recording this, he would have been 99 last week. And I got to say, happy birthday, you old bastard. Yeah, <laughs> I love you. And it just really hits home. I mean, a lot of this. And also, um, I appreciated the fact with some of, this, uh, some of the scenes where you see the planes going really yeah. super low. Yeah. And I knew this from um, not only my grandfather, but his brother, my Uncle Johnny, who also served in the Navy. And uh, the planes, like, were going low, and it's like, at that point, if you could see the pilot's eyes, you were fucked. My dad would uh, argue a certain point, though, Hmm. um, because when it came to um, firing, I I don't remember if he said this about World War I or World War II, if you saw that people were outside of a ship Hmm. or anything like that, if you saw actual people, you would not fire on them. Right. We were told to fire onto, um, and that was kind of like a code for everyone. Yeah. So when those planes flew over and they're all having the luau and they started shooting at them, yeah, that is a breach of etiquette, and the pilots would have gotten chewed out for that, no matter where they were. Where because did, of that. Where did he serve? My dad. Yeah. He was in the navy. 
But where, which theater? In Asia or in Europe? My, Europe. Okay. Yeah. That we could say because I have her, I understand that that's the truth. Um, but also the Japanese fighter uh, fighter well, pilots different. didn't give a shit. Yeah, like, okay. You know, I, I, <laughs> I, that's why I would I used to argue with that yeah. with him. But yeah. that's what he would like drill into me. He'd yeah. be like, nope, that's that's improper etiquette. My dad was a pilot. So yeah, it was no, one of those things where he was just like, it's not right. I, I understand that. But, I mean, it's really... It's really, really odd. And so let's get into this movie and we'll go through bits and pieces of this. Uh, not really going through everything. No. But, you know, there are things. And for folks who are listening, I got to say, if you do check out this movie and you have claustrophobia, Ooh, sorry. It's a submarine, guys. Yeah. Submarines are really compact. They're yeah. small. Um, yeah. If you're in Fall River, we have a museum. It's yes, an actual goddamn sub. Take a look. I thought it's, it was just a battleship. No, no there's, there's, there. there's like yeah. three, oh, three yeah. or four different three. boats. Well, and, Big uh, Mamie is the one everybody knows, but the there are one, a few. There's, there's, there's uh, okay. two subs you can check there's, out. Yeah, and, and yeah. they're legit. Like the, I, I, One of the first things I noticed was that whoever did the sets for this yeah. was great because yeah. it was legit. Those it were really tiny portholes. Yeah. Like everything was... Yeah. It's, it's it's possible that they that some of those scenes were actually in a submarine. Oh, yeah. At the very I, end, yeah. at the very end, they said special thanks to the to the navy for helping yeah. us produce this. So there may have been well, I think they yeah. actually scenes did actually in. They, yeah. they probably did paint in a um, kind of a wrecked shell of a ship pink. Yeah. Mm. So, undoubtedly they did fucking Pepto-Bismol uh, and undoubtedly Ooh. they did a lot of ships were destroyed for scrap metal yeah mm-hmm. um, including actually uh, USS Argonne which was destroyed in 1950 was sold to a scrapyard in Boston and then scrapped for parts um, and that makes yeah, sense honestly. and a lot of them were um for this fact, because basically, you know, people went over and there was really no official declared war, even though, you know, Korea was at war and we had that, but it was just more of a, what they called the police action at right. the time. So they didn't really have a ton of the ships, so they were getting rid of a lot of them, and that cranked up when Vietnam came around. Um, but very, very, very few World War II ships are actually still around. Which is why the Mamie is such a big deal. Big Mamie yeah, still um, is. The USS the, Massachusetts. Just, yes. just as an FYI to anyone listening in our area, they are looking for donations because yes. this pandemic has hit them really hard yes. and tourism is way down. Yes. And there is actual upkeep that's needed. So yeah. they are looking for monetary donations if you can do that. Please yes, do that. They it's are... a big part of our history. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would definitely try to help with that yeah they are looking for a lot of that they're actually down to three days a week that they're open right now just to really catch up with it and i i've been trying to get there before the weather turns in new england Mm -hmm. uh this year just to have some time uh it is really good for kids and it is really good if you got kids who are home go during the middle of the week when nobody else is going around and just go chill and, you know, see it because I've toured that ship when I'm the only one on there. It's pretty awesome, actually. It is. It's great. It um, is pretty great. My mom used to work uh, at uh, the Big Mamie. At the, the Cove? Yeah. At the Cove. They, uh, she used really? to work there. Yeah. 
years ago. Years and ago. the carousel cool I was, too. I don't know if that's running right now though. Uh, uh, probably not, but yeah. it's still it's right there. It's cool to look at. It's and, an old carousel. Yeah. So that whole area is good to good to walk it's around good place if you're to still walk. playing. It's actually beautiful. If you're still yeah. playing Pokemon Go, it's actually a good like stretch back it's and forth. Really good. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of good steps there. Yeah. 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 It's the really it's it's kind of the nicest part of of Fall River. Yeah. That entire yeah. area is beautiful. So yeah. they've it done is. a really good job with it's the. Like, just don't look at the rest of it, but like that yeah. area is great. Yeah. That's that particular yeah. area is beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Um, but no, my mom worked at. Uh, she was in the gift shop, and she would work. Um, like selling tickets and whatever else no when kidding. I was like me well, 13, 14. My sister got okay. married at the at the yeah. So yeah, his sister that's right. at Heritage Park. Yep. Down at Heritage Park. That's right. That's right. Because some of the pictures were on the boardwalk, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yep. It's it, it's a really nice place, and you should yeah. definitely everybody should take a yeah. look at least I yeah. think because yeah. there's a lot of good history there. But yeah. anyway, agreed, agreed. I I'm good. All right, so. There's a lot uh, to really go through here, but, you know, again, it is Cary Grant. He has a very, very, very dignified role in this. And, yeah. you know, he's... It was a little... It's interesting. It was out it, of... To me, it was a little out of his wheelhouse, but he did such a good job with yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Being Him, a dignified guy that kind of slowly that he, just kind of comes to grips with everything. He's like, all right. But he's, fo- like, he's one of those rule followers like yeah. this mm-hmm. is the way the, the the military is this is how I'm gonna do things and then you get Tony Curtis in the mix who's <laughs> he's got no real yeah. morals whatsoever <laughs> so he's he just wants to get this ship from point A to point B so if Tony Curtis is gonna get him what he needs he's just gonna have to look the other way but he's right. not gonna like it and I like that well, character yeah. I do right. I like him right before we watched it uh, we, we like searched for the movie and it says movies like this and one of them on there was Down Periscope you know oh, the, uh, the yes. Kelsey Grammer movie yes. and I'm thinking it's like wow that's gonna be a real change and then the movie starts playing and we like meet the misfits and, and degenerates that are on this ship yeah. and I'm like no, that's closer to down periscope that's than I thought. Close, yeah. Okay. Especially where it starts with the periscope and all these fish and yeah. you know, yeah. different. That's yeah. like Tony like, Curtis is a seal. Yes. <laughs> Cary Grant is there, yeah. and there's eels and yeah. random schools of fish. The producers of ra- more eel. Yeah, and <laughs> like, I mean accurate. Yeah. The eel shows up, and I'm like, oh, I'm a dork fish. Hi. <laughs> I was caught by a Cheeto. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right so it's 1959 the u.s navy rear admiral matt sherman of subcompact uh, of compact boards the obsolete u.s marine uss sea tiger prior to her departure for the scrapyard sherman and her first commanding officer begin reading a wartime personal logbook and a flashback begins did anybody make the captain's log joke of this? Yes, yeah. it was the first okay, yeah. thing I said. Yeah. She was like, look, it's the captain's yeah. log. And I'm like, Eddie's on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> captain's log. Or the head. Twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, the head. <laughs> oh, man. So it's December 10th, 1941, and you have Japanese airstrikes on the Sea Tiger. Now, this is three days after Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Okay. Just to give some background on this, the I knew yeah. the dates were like really, yeah. really we're close. pretty close. It's but we weren't December seventh sure. is the is this yeah. Pearl Harbor. Well, I got confused a little bit too because yeah. I read a book a long time ago called um, 
uh, June 6th, 1944, yep. which is the day of Normandy. Uh, Normandy yeah. um, so it's a little bit later, but they start talking about the requisition list. Right. And they say June 6th, 1941 is when they asked for like toilet paper. Yes. And it just triggered in my head going, wait, no, that's Normandy, so this is Pearl Harbor. Right. Okay, yeah. and it's just one of those, the, yes. dates, the dates stick out for yes. me, which is weird because I don't remember dates. So. Yeah. And to give some background of this, because uh, World War Two is just a tremendously fascinating period for me, not only of personal reasons. I mean, I have uh, copies of... Uh, postcards that were sent out just to get people donating and buying war bonds mm -hmm. and many other things. Um, but um, the U.S. Navy was in this area already. In they the were, yeah, they were in the Philippines. They were also there were several. Um, there were several. I'm trying to remember the name of a book I just read, but it's uh, about the U.S. Navy and the Air Force were actually stationed in Australia. Okay. And they were stationed in order to assist Australia because they were a part of the League of Nations at this time. Okay. In order to push back or and or prevent the Japanese from taking Australia over because they were just hauling ass all down yeah, the continent. They're a lot closer too. Yeah. So yes. yeah. Yeah, so um there's um there's a lot of different stories about it, but it's a really a forgotten time. So where people look at it like, okay, and you know, I think as you said, like, wait a minute, is who is they already there? Like, you know, what happened? I'm like, no, they were there. You know, they were oh, yeah. they were there. And um, you have Lieutenant Commander Sherman, who and his uh, his crew, that start to work out repairs. But it's absolutely like the Sea Tiger is absolutely annihilated. It's busted. It, it is completely broken. out of the commission. Big fuck off hole and, right right where the yeah. tower connects. Yeah, just, just it's just it's just dead. You know, it's it's literally dead in the water. Um, but they hope to sail over to Darwin, Australia before the Japanese overrun the port. Believing there's no chance of repairing the submarine, the squadron commander transfers most of the, the Sherman's crew to other boats, but promises Sherman that he'll have first call of any available replacements. Uh, there's junior grade Lieutenant Nick Holden, the Admiral's aide, is reassigned to the Sea Tiger. And oh, Okay. And he shows up looking like the good humor man. That is one of the best things with everybody looking through the periscope, cracking up laughing. Yes. Like, I wonder where he left like, his truck. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> it, it made me think two things. Because yeah. you've, when you find out about him and kind of like his past and what he used to do. He worked at a hotel. Yeah. He was a liaison to Hollywood. Mm. He uh, he played yeah. tennis with like the admiral's wife. Yeah. And I'm wondering if he was shipped to this particular boat because there was a little bit more than tennis going on with yes. the admiral's wife. He got a little closer to the admiral's wife than the admiral yes. would have liked. Yes. yes. Yeah. And you know, but Nick it's never said. Yeah, right? Nick Holden. Well, it's implied. It's implied. Yeah, Nick Holden is also played by Tony Curtis, which yeah, a um, seal, a, a seal in a suit. Beautiful man. Yeah, he is a very yeah, good which gentleman. actually we covered him in um, uh, some like it hot. Oh, that's yep. right. Yes. That's yep. right. So that's uh, that but was. Yeah, you don't see his blue eyes in that. No, <laughs> no. No, and hey, all right, he is a beautiful man. Yes, I gotta give you that. But he's just, 
He's also sly and he does things and I, it's... I liked him from the minute I saw him. And then when he starts doing all that crap, I was like, dude, you are great. I yes. want you on my boat. Like, this yes. is cool. Did anybody get the idea that he was kind of like Bugs Bunny? A little bit. Like to, to, a, yeah, to yeah. a point, the whole yeah. like just the, the quick talking to confuse people, yeah, and just there was like, look, I'm a lieutenant, yeah, okay, carry on, get, but, get him to your ship's doctor. But when he convinces the MP when they're trying to steal all the stuff, <laughs> it was like, wait a minute, did you get the did you get the note you had to black out your face from Admiral oh, Nimitz? Yes. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Tanner. Oh, here we go. Like, here, have some shoe, have some shoe polish. Yeah, if they're gonna see you. They're gonna shoot you because you're gonna be like a beacon in the darkness. And the it's moonlight like, hits your face, and boom, we're all dead. Yeah. Wouldn't uh, shoe polish have fumes? Yeah. 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 They were probably high. <sighs> yeah, it would. Okay. It's- the the paint they were using was almost purely lead. So yeah. like oh, at this God. point, we, there was no OSHA. No one really no. cared at this point. They were smoking in a submarine. Yeah. Yes. So okay, seems like a yeah. terrible there idea to no me. No regulations. Yes. Can you, uh, thank you for saying that too, because that was the one. Like wait, 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 wait. That seems like it's not a it's good like idea. No. Don't do but, that. Yeah, they would. No, because been okay with you're it. you're oxygen locked in and and you're compressed. Yes. The slightest. Spark. You want a cigar? You shouldn't yeah. have those. A, a spark yes. can set off something really, really bad, like a yes. big boom. Yep. But you're in, you're in a metal tube yeah. full of diesel and sweat, okay? Yes. There's going to be a terrible thing happening. Yes, it, it's and really bad. It is, but they had no regulations. They really didn't. No. No, they didn't, no. And doctors, I don't think at this point in, like, the 50s, I don't think doctors really knew that smoking was going to be bad either. Whoa. It's like, at that point, we're still like, ah, oh, it's fine. We're in 1941. So it's even worse. Uh, yeah, so it's even different. Is, and your, is your baby colicky? Give him a Virginia Slim cigarette. <laughs> I have actually a postcard that is actually, it was Lucky Strike. Yeah. And it was, join the Navy and get your Lucky Strike today. Yeah. So, join the, the to join the Navy for at least, you know, two years and get a, get, some, get a pack of cigarettes now. This was also during the time <laughs> where you would, uh, when a baby was teething, you'd rub their gums with brandy. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Because it numbed it. That's, it yeah. Numbed it. But, yeah. You yeah, that happened over time. Alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that happened over time and hell and also, like... Alcohol, the yeah. cause of and solution to all of those problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and not, not only that, too, but there was also times I can actually bet probably my my grandmother's parents and my grandfather's parents probably had kids and really didn't know them that well. Yeah. So, like, you know, that... My grandfather, Jesse Cadero, was also, um, he quit school in the sixth grade to help out in the farm because he was the one of the only one that really knew how to run the machines. Yeah. yeah. And there's really, a, his dad didn't find out until he was in his 20s. So, really, I, when he came home from the Navy, he's like, you quit school? He's like, yeah. Oh. You also got to remember. You're going to go to work? They, yeah. They we're yeah. living during the Depression era. Yeah. My grandmother did the same thing. She yeah. dropped out of school, I think, and it was like eighth grade, I think, she dropped out because she went to work in the mills. Right. And that was kind of standard, actually, yeah. during Depression era when yeah, you had and, a decent amount of children yeah. in a household because, guess what, birth control really still wasn't a thing. No. So, it wasn't, no. I and mean, even if were, it was, the Catholic Church would have been like, Mm-mm-mm. I think my, yeah. my 
grandmother, my great, my great grandmother had six children. No, seven children. Four mm-hmm. of them died. But yeah, and that's why you had so many yeah. kids because a but, bunch of them weren't gonna make it through. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It literally was roulette. Yep. Yeah, Which so. is really funny because that's on my mom's side. My grandmother on my dad's side had nine children and had no issues. Damn. Damn. She also damn, had a damn. kid when like, she started at 14. Ooh. And her husband was 26. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I come from weird stock. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it. Damn. Oh, but it's still. My, my. There's a lot here and some of the parts I want to get into that I saw from like my point of view and I have um I come from a family at this period of time where they were immigrants to America and then they they hoisted up and served. Well yeah, that, too, that's so that's one of those things where it's like if you're American you're supposed to be super, super proud yeah. of being an American. So mm-hmm. even if you're an immigrant, you're going to fight for America because America's got the American dream yeah. and everybody wants that. It's and their home. Right. Like, it, it was their home and it's it really gets it. But anyway, so, like, th- this scene where Holden is trying to, like, Tony Curtis is trying to steal all this stuff. I love it. And the two guys are really super nervous, but he's just walking through and clearly he's done this before. Many times. And, you know, how he's pulled the prisoner of war out just to Ramon. Oh, God, that's yeah. so to funny. the Marine Sergeant he's Escape like, Prisoner. He's Marines, dude. Yeah. He's like, he's a Marine, first off. Well, yeah, he's yeah. yours now. Yeah, but yeah. he's also an informant. <laughs> yeah. So, and so, he's and, like, ah. And he also has some dirt on all of us yeah. now, so you're going to take him because otherwise yeah. we're all screwed. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. And oh, they I'm... continually take on more and more people throughout this oh, movie. God, it's just yeah, like, how just... much room is there in a sub? It is <laughs> not a lot. A, uh, it is a RPG. It's a yeah. tabletop RPG. Yeah. And they're... Based in 1941, <laughs> where all the PCs adopt all they're the They're adopting NPCs. every NPC they come across. Yes, and that's exactly what it is. Gee, I don't know anyone who does that. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. The digging in this is that the character Ramon Gallardo was the reason he's escaped prisoner, but he was caught misappropriating Navy property in order to run his own restaurant. Yeah. Like, that screams my grandfather to me. (laughs) The way we do this. Like, oh, well. It's a really good restaurant. Yeah. Like, how... In, like, an immigrant life, it's like, okay, you don't have much, but you're really going to turn out really great stuff no matter what. Right. Don't ask questions of how it happened. You just go with it. But just roll with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you know, suddenly, like, a house or a farm had six pigs, and then suddenly everybody's eating sausage for a month. Right. Don't question it. Just you just it. roll with it, mm-hmm. like, which is really and, funny. You've got it's like two sides of the coin, though, yeah. because you either have that side where it's mm. don't question it; it's in front of you, just eat it. Yeah, and then you have the other side that are super, super by the book. Yeah, that are like they would never, ever do that. That's against yeah. their own dignity. But there's no in between. You have one or the other. <laughs> you explain both sides of my family. Yeah, my In dude. reality. My like, dude. on my dad's side would be by the book, and my mom's side, it's like, shut up and eat, this is awesome. Mine's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a really, yeah. it really is different. 
so they're going to go ahead and get, uh, get the stuff for repairs they got to get. Uh, but Hol- what Holden and his men can acquire from the base, they steal it. Including the Admiral's boss's wall. Oh, God, that was so funny. <laughs> and, that was, that was so some mess shit funny. right there. Yeah. That that actor was on mesh. Oh. And plenty of episodes, and he was, he was it? yes, he was. It's uh, is the this, uh, is this what's left of my wall? I, yeah. I really wouldn't know. So yeah. Oh, I just love that. That was basically a um, a distraction tactic yeah. as well. Yeah. Because eventually they just wipe out his room. Yeah. They just take everything from his office completely and just do this. In and chaos, there is profit. Yeah. There's a great episode of Mash where. The uh, i accidentally sent a whole bunch of summer stuff to the MASH unit in the middle of winter. Oops. And they had to go ahead and uh, at the very end of it, it's a line that I quote from a, on the phone with my dad all the time. Uh, Henry Blake is sitting on the floor on the on the phone to the to the general, yeah. and he's saying, "You know, well, they burned everything that wasn't nailed down, sir." And the camera pans out. He's like, "I'm talking to you from a really big empty." <laughs> And it always gets me cracking up laughing, but this particular actor was a general in three different uh, three different episodes of Mash. Nice. And um, he always cited, and uh, there's one of those things that every time Klinger, the character of Mash, who was wearing a dress, mm-hmm. every time Klinger answered the phone, he thought it was her, his wife. Oh, God. And it just gets me because of the fact that I just realized he never saw him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he always thought that was his wife, and that's hysterical to me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So the... (laughs) And then just of all the people in MASH, like, Klinger stayed. Yeah. Yeah, That's the crazy Uh, thing. Yeah. I've been wanting, you know... Dressing in women's clothing and Dude, trying to get himself kicked off. That's still the funniest. It's one of the funniest bits of that ending episode. Yeah. Uh, episode 38, folks, if you want to go and <laughs> take a look at it. Uh, so it's back a ways. My dad was in that one, too, so that was actually a good one. Um, and so the... All right, so the Sea Tiger, they patch it all up using parts of whatever really they can. Oh, I love it. Finding so anything... Stuff. And finding anything they can, but the they go to get out of there, but it's really just barely seaworthy. They ended, and up, using, they ended up using like the heads of golf clubs for like levers for on, yes. on the bridge. Uh, yes. The yes. steering wheel. The, I love that they stole someone's steering wheel. But how the how the guy Didn't found that his steering screw wheel up was the missing? Sinks? Yes. Yeah, they took all the S-bends in the yes. sinks. Yes. Oh. <laughs> how they found that out, and it's how the guy found out that his steering wheel is he goes to the, when he goes over to the Jeep, and then just goes to sit down and just goes, oh, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. How did this go? Where did this go? And somehow he's supposed to get that ship, to that sub to Darwin. Yeah. And they got a... Well, they said they were going to try to make a stop yeah. first to, yeah. like, pick up parts and stuff, and mm. then... And they gotta travel during the day. They gotta travel underwater. Yes. Yeah. And hope that the creaking stops. So yeah, yes. they go underwater. Like, was it like? It sounded 30, like a fucking. They tiger. go down like 30, 40 feet, and they're I like, thought it was a hundred. Well, at first they're yeah. down 30, 40 feet, and there's like a bit of creaking. It's like, okay, cool, we're we're even. All right, cool. Uh, Bring it down to a hundred, and everyone's like, what? 
and they get down yeah. to 100, there's a lot more creaking. The ship's, like, tilting side to side. I'm like, how about try 90? The yeah. sea tiger... You seem to be okay at 90. Yeah. Sounds like a goddamn tiger. Little, Always yeah. grunting and... Yeah. Grunting and chunks and bangs. Yeah, oh. and then, you know, the exhaust pipes are blowing out of engine oh, God, one. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, there's always smoke coming out. Yeah, and... It's so funny. The... Could be a thriller. And let's just be honest here. It sounded like that, um, that, uh, what the fuck is the name of that Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Titanic? No, um, Inception. It sounded like that Inception. Every time, and it is expected if it was if we could cross that, that he would just be waking up from a weird ass dream. I don't know. Most of the, yeah. the sounds that I got were like you know when you are running water in a sink. Yeah. And it just makes that those, those gurgles. Mm. That's what it sounded like. Like water was going through. Okay. Yes. Yeah. To me, that's what it sounded. Yeah, like. I, I can see that. Yeah, see, the the whole run of this movie with the ship just bits and pieces coming apart and them just strapping it back together with whatever they had on hand puts me in the mind of Firefly. I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch. We that haven't yet. we haven't started yet. No, right. it's, unfortunately, it's the, we will. Their spaceship is crappy. Yeah, and stuff keeps falling off. Yeah. And it's very much a similar feel to this movie. It's just like, so how, how are we doing it this way? Well, we've got a lot of stuff strung together, and it looks like a spider's web in here, but <sighs> it's working, Captain. <laughs> Which is wonderful later on. Yeah, I ex- is it for laughs or drama? Uh, yes. Ah. Depends on the episode. One I- episode, the end, everything breaks, and it's actually a drama-filled episode. Most of the time, it's, did something just fall off my ship? Oh, mm-hmm. no. What part was that? What did, I think that was the deflector dish. Did we need that? Yeah. Quit blowing holes in my Goram ship. Yep. <laughs> and, yeah, I I expected half the time that when it was falling apart that you would just see rats on bicycles. Right, or something. Or something, <laughs> and just keeping this what? going. I just, Yeah, like, like a wall would fall oh, down. Oh, you mean and hamster be, wheels? Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah no, but no. Power? Not I'd hamster wheels. I'd like to see wheel. rats on bicycles, though. That'd be no, fun. Yeah, yeah, not a ham, no, no hamster wheels. I can see wheels. squirrels doing that. Yeah, Being no. trained, like Willy yeah. Wonka style. They can yes. be trained for stuff like that, so yeah. surprising. Yeah, no hamster wheels. They're just actual rat, rats bikes. or squirrels on stationary bikes. On little tiny stationary bikes. Just keeping the whole thing going. This is going to the USS Pee Wee Herman. And that, that, yeah, and that engineer just standing there just trying to feed him nuts. There's actually, yeah. where we are in the movie is, has one of my favorite scenes. Good, what because, is it? Because um, they get to the 100 foot depth, mm. everything's kind of going. It's morning, so yeah. they're, you know, they're about to eat and yeah. everything else. And you see um, the prisoner guy. Uh, walking where you take that orange, Ramon? Ramon. bringing no, orange like, juice to orange Holden. juice to <laughs> to Holden. Uh, he wanted to have breakfast like, in he's bed. He's having breakfast in bed, and he's like, "Oh, really? Okay, I'll take that to him." And he opens the door, and he has like a so feeling him out, feeling him out. Like, get your ass up, put your clothes I on, like get this. over here. What do you think you're doing? And I was like, eh. <laughs> and I like while they're talking. At one point, he bends over to pick up his socks, and there's like ankle deep water. Oh, <laughs> he's no. like, that Captain, is that normal too, or should I be scared again? <laughs> I'll be back. We also love the fact that he's talking about his clothes going, you should be in regulation clothes. And he's like, I don't have any. These are from Saks Fifth Avenue. And I was like, Oh, really? <laughs> Not no more. <laughs> I want to know how they got the water out. It's never mentioned again. 
they they may have some sort of drainage. Yeah, when they I hope they found a leak. Yeah. Oh, well, they, they probably did. It's. Well, you know how it's expected, but you know how the doors are kind of elevated up. Yeah. A little bit. How it's just they're basically all the doors are portholes. They're not actual doors. Yeah. Itself, um, you know that is because they expect leakages. You can cut off and, a certain room yeah. or a certain area mm-hmm. if uh, there's water coming. Yeah. Through. That, oh, well, okay. that was the thought behind the Titanic. Is if there was a leak, they would just close off that area and just yeah, keep just on going. But there was work. a leak in way too many of those yeah, areas. Yeah, and it didn't happen. And. I liked, though, that they had to get a witch doctor to wean off the evil spirits. <laughs> oh, that too. was so funny. Yeah. And the witch doctor's like, they'll never make it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I, just love, I love Carrie Grace's character just standing there looking at all this going, this is what my life has become. Yeah. It's like, really? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah okay. in the back of his head, you're just looking and thinking like he's doing a mental catalog of when did I fuck up? Yeah. How did when I did I here? deserve this? Like, when did it happen? Specifically with... Um, it was my last see, wife. With, uh... It's not, <laughs> ha- it's not Hathaway. What's the, the pig? Hornsby. Yeah. Yeah. With Stephen Hornsby, when he opens the door to the back to the back uh, to the officer's head, <laughs> no. not a, it's it is the that was oh my, my god. The that was my favorite. I got a yeah. I got a fantasy casting for Hornsby. Yeah. <gasps> Charles Lamb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is just it's like the it's the perfect. <laughs> It's the perfect visual comedy. He just opens the door. We don't see the pig. We just see him just like... You hear you hear oinks, though. Just stare. Yeah. Close the door. Looks back towards the camera. And he, you, you can see the... Where have I lost control of my yeah. life? I'm yeah. sorry. The scene directly <laughs> after that, though, when, when the, the girls the go into the bathroom... And she, and she opens it. it. Yeah, we covered them we getting the, the nurses. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, not, not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. See, that, uh, when you see the, the trailers for the movies... It's emphasizing the, oh, no, now you got a bunch of nurses on board. So yeah. that's kind of the plot point you're waiting for and waiting for and waiting and for. And they like don't show up until yeah. almost yeah. an hour in before they show oh, up. Oh, really? I, I wasn't sure if it was like a half hour or an hour. No, it's, like, it's about yeah. halfway through the movie that they show up. Yeah. yeah. Because it kind of gives the whole background information first. Right. And they're trying to set like up... Like that exposition dump at the very beginning? Ooh. Yes. That's really <laughs> cringy. It's the yes. exposition. What a show. Yep. The exposition. <laughs> yep. The genuine exposition dump, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you see it in this movie. Oh, man. Yeah, you do. You do. It, it comes right up and you're like, oh, there it is. Why, you know, so you know, why is this happening? Because it is. Because it is. This is why. Happy yeah. Trails. Why do they have to make a stop? Um, when they get, then they find the nurses. At well, the, they're making stops because they have other parts they need to do. So it's and like everything's yeah. all patched up. And they and have, they need, like, they, they need, need to a, fix something, yeah. but they didn't, they can't do it while they're moving, so the closest... They had to yeah. stop for six hours, that's yeah. right. They yeah. had to pull... Oh. They yeah. can't yeah. fix Unless, it while, while the yeah. engine's on. That was on. during the water scene, actually, yeah. because yeah. he goes and it's like, where's this coming from? And he's like, oh, we got a leak over here. Yeah. How long is it going to take to fix? About six hours. Right. Okay. Six hours, but we got to be stopped to do it. So yeah. they pull over to this other island. island, and they get their... Like two hours after it had been uh, hit by a Japanese airstrike. Yeah. And apparently the uh, nurses who were stationed there, the the plane that was supposed to take them off that island, took off without them and never made it back. Whether that means they didn't come back I or it if that it got it was shot, shot down out of, out of air. Yeah. Yes. I believe. So either way, they were stranded. stuck, and they're American, so they have to come. But yes. basically, they had no choice. 
Yeah, and I think it's tongue-tied for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Trying to be like, oh, we're, we're not equipped for, for co-ed we, uh, uh, living. Well, you, you, well yeah, you, you're, you're women. Oh. Yeah, well, you're women. What's oh. that? And I think there's one of the lines where it's like, I'm very aware of the equipment I have. Yeah. No, no, it's uh, a, of the facts of life. Yeah, yeah. We're well accustomed to the facts of life. They're just... Uh, yeah. Uh, it, uh, it, uh, I just like how he's trying to, like, tell them, like, hey, these guys, they haven't been around women in a while. They haven't seen women in a while. And, and uh, they could just, lose their mm. heads. I just want to give you the heads Like, what's up? his face? Yeah. Oh, crap, I can't remember. Tony Curtis or Yeah, that guy. What yeah, was his name? It was uh, Lieutenant Holden. 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 Got oh, re- God. He got real creepy. Yes. Yeah, like, Don't. Don't fucking lean yes, in with your hand on one side. Stop it, stop it's it, stop like, it. Yeah. It's like homeboy back off. Which is really funny because the rest of the guys seemed pretty okay. Yeah. Like they weren't yeah. being, they weren't Hold, being uber creepy. Yeah, other but than Holden also is like they raffling. had a raffle. Yeah, he's raffling oh, the God, women that's off. That's so funny. He's like, or, he's raffling off. Well, he's like, actually, he's just raffling to see which guys can donate their clothes. To oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which, you know, it, like it they're, does, having, they're raffling off the women. I'm like, fucking Holden. I, <laughs> then they get back there. It's like, oh. But Holden, okay. you know Holden's a creep because he's got uh, he's got a fiance who he's marrying yeah. for the money. Yeah. Oh, he explains his his background right away that that he wasn't he's not this spoiled rich kid that mm. he's actually like a poor kid. The yeah. uniform from, was one of the only ways he could get he, out of it. He right. knows how to play. Like, oh yeah, he he's knows a blade, how definitely. To, to do this. Like my dad, one of the bits of advice my dad always uh, taught me is like always look like you know what you're doing. <laughs> and no matter what and you know he also took a safe that had $20,000 out of out of a mansion that was being built. And, oh, uh, that's right. You yeah, told me this yeah. story. Yes. You know, they just drove it. It was for from our friend, Dr. Phillip. Oh. Uh, so it was legitimately placed. But then the guy security is like, hey, you know, did Kenny tell you to go get that? He's like, yeah, Kenny's on his way. He had me come ahead. Oh, okay. And they just moved on. <laughs> like earlier. But it just, that, that reminded me of that. But also how that very, very, very fast wit mm-hmm. that Holden has, which is really funny and three steps ahead. It took me a little while because when you said like, oh, yeah, they're, you know, he's, he's really just wrapping clothes. I thought that was a dodge. For a little bit, like for but a few minutes. I'm realistically, like, no. they, but realistically, they did because the women had clothes. Yeah, and they were handing them back over. So it's like, yeah, Holden was being kind of creepy with that one. Yeah. with that one nurse. But I thought he was actually really raffling off the women. No. I thought so and too that was just until excuse. until the yeah. guys are actually getting their clothing together yeah. and handing it to the women. It's like okay, it gives them an opportunity to talk to specific said woman. Yeah, yeah. that's true, what it is. It true. gives you're them right, an opportunity right. to. Get and yeah. get uh, uh, you know yeah. a discussion, and he and he did yeah. have a point. They were going to have to wash their clothes eventually, so yeah. they had to have something in, in you know in the meantime change yeah. into yeah because yeah. otherwise they're going to be running around naked, and that's just going to make things yeah. it's going to make things awkward, really awkward. Yeah. Submarine. Yeah. Uh, Holden's already starting to put the moves on one of the nurses, yeah. and he's because uh, yeah. Yeah. she doesn't want to take away his pajamas, and yeah. he's like, I'll take the bottoms and take the top. Yeah. There's some joke about getting into a man's pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To get into your pants. If he's not in, yeah. and he was what's wrong with it? Yeah. He was being ultra creepy there, but at mm. the same time, she was kind of liking it. Sort yeah, it was, of. Yeah. It's so well, weird because later, yeah. that's the same one he kisses later on, yeah. right? Because then. And marries. And marries later her. marries. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. And so it seems like uh, when he's got her cornered in that room, like her body language is like, get away from me. But then yeah. she I goes into the kiss and I it's like, it's you because, liked it? Yeah, I think from the, the the sort of flirtatious sort of talk that they were having, it was one of those, she's trying to be appropriate, but at the same time she's attracted to him. Uh, yeah. So she's yeah. like... I, I can't do anything because I this know, is against this, regulation. This is against regulation, yeah. I shouldn't do it. And then they spend more time together. So when they're in the kitchen making tea and they start making out, yeah, that's when she was like, "All right, I gotta give in to my base needs." Um, there's there's a good scene when, when they're pouring the wine and and I thought it was Carrie, champagne. Yeah, but thank you. But when Cary Grant catches them, oh, and to it and sends he tries, her away and yeah, pours it out. It, yeah, it pours the wine bottle down the sink but then Tony Curtis grabs the two and he's like tries to drink whatever's left and, and he just t- leans back in ah, <laughs> oh my god makes him pour it back in I just my had god. a thought yeah do you suppose you know being on like the international space station is as big as a submarine um the ISS mm. does not have very big corridors, so I think it's... Lo- it's I don't know the exact details, but it's fairly cramped up there. From yeah. I'm wondering if an astronaut would go onto that submarine and be like, Oh, it's so roomy! <laughs> yeah. I think, it I think it's a about l- equivalent, honestly. Yeah. I think there might be a little bit more room just for the fact that everybody's floating. They don't want them, like, you know, colliding with shit. Everything I've seen, like, every, every like video that they do, there's usually a bit more room, I think. Wow. Hmm. Wow. So you, so you think the... You still have to strap yourself to the wall to sleep. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you just kind of float around and donk into things. Yeah. Yeah, no, if... if like I'm a pinball thinking, machine. Yeah. If I'm thinking correctly, I think the International Space Station has more room. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. That's so, a, so you can play around. <laughs> I mean, I've seen so many videos of people, like, yeah. you know, Here's putting my, water the in it. And then, like, yeah, and floating candy. Candy to each other and shit like that, so... Wow. Yeah. You get that's, to play with candy in space. That's a hell oh my of God. a That's a hell of a Jolly Rancher stuck in the vents. Oh, God. Oh, Everything I wanted to be Don't the instruments. Everything smells like watermelon. The only thing about the, the water awesome. that that video showed me, though, is like, oh, my God, you have free-range water that's all in, like, separate, like, little yeah. areas, but it's like... There's machines there. Yeah. Water and Do machine they suck it up? Bad. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I never saw the end of the video. You never see what happens. Uh-huh. It's hey, just like man. one yeah. that's, that's a hell of a thing to think of, too. Yeah. yeah. My brain goes to weird places. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know, so, with all this going on, too, there is, like, one of my favorite reactions from Cary Grant here. Is there's a, you have the clumsy second lieutenant, Dolores Crandall. Oh, no. Oh, she girl. is beyond, like, <laughs> I, I was questioning at one point, like, how do you tie your shoes when yeah. you probably wear slip-ons? Yeah, the, the, it's, it's one of these scenes and the ending scene with her that made oh, me laugh so my ass off. I barked laughing yeah. at the end. So he prepares uh, to attack an enemy oiler mortar to Which appear. Which we're told not to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And Crandall accidentally fires a torpedo, and he looks into the looks into we, the port. It's a truck. <laughs> we, we, suck we, a truck. we suck a truck. <laughs> it goes right up on land. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I mean, that was really uh, funny. But it was one of those. She's up there. I don't remember why the hell oh, she's no. even there. Yeah. And. He, to give him his vitamin. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's been talking vitamin. about the vitamins, which I'm pretty sure is speed. Mm. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I was so yeah. I've been run down, but as soon as I as I started taking these, I've gotten so much I more felt energy. Great, and I haven't had to sleep in weeks. And I'm like, oh god, they're yeah. taking this speed definitely. Keep in mind, Cary Grant was on LSD during this time too. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's there's there's very few straight on eye contact with a camera that you have, that you see in his, in movies that we've covered already but he's very 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 um subdued yeah it's, to it a degree it's definitely weird not weird i don't think it's weird but no different. it's it's different from what you see where he's used to him being more acrobatic and things especially Motive. especially with last week's movie um, where we were going back and forth, but this is very, very different. Uh, uh, last week's movie, I did get a chance to watch it. I yeah. wasn't able to be on, on the podcast. The monkey was a better scientist than him. Yes. <laughs> at the end of it all. I, I did not get a chance Good to look. watch it because I was incapacitated. Oh, see, if he had kept uh, going, we'd get rage monkeys. And we have get the link on the later. private chat yeah. on YouTube. It is actually really worth checking out. It's not it, at all. His his acting kind of like when he goes yeah. from old to old to young and old to young it's yep. really good. But again, I said it last week's episode. Ginger Rogers stole that whole movie. Yeah, yeah. like just stole that whole thing because she was damn funny. Uh, so the she plays with the wife. Yes, yeah. She stole that entire one. She was hilarious. They both were great though. But so they wanted they attacked the and fired a torpedo. Uh, the uh, they finished transmitting and setting into a tin fish. Um, the <laughs> it misses the tanker, gets ashore, hits the truck. Okay. There and the and it's definitely miniatures work there, but yeah. it actually pr- it looked it was pretty good. Well done, yeah. honestly. But his reaction of we hit a truck, uh, we sank a truck. That cracked me the fuck up. That, that I was love how he's like, oh shit, we gotta go. Go, 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 We gotta and go. And it's not like Get a submarine is here. gonna be real fast. No. Because it's not. <laughs> no. It's just, it's just slowly backing away. Like, nothing to see here. We didn't do nothing. Yeah, we didn't do it. Right. all shot at. I just think yeah. it's also funny because he, they were specifically told. Because this ship is... Held together with, with, with glue and hope. Like yeah, hope and um, bailing wire. Uh, basically, do not, do not fire upon. Yeah. Do not engage. Do not engage. Yeah. Even if you, you know. see someone out there swimming, don't pick him up. He might kick a hole in the side right, of your ship. They just could not resist. And they just the they ship break, just sitting there. They break every single rule. <laughs> Eight thousand tons. Yeah. Yeah, all of it. So they try to go ahead and they put the nurses ashore in Cebu. Um, but the so army refuses to accept them because the Japanese are closing in and they're unable to obtain supplies from the official sources. They've Sherman all been sent allows, up to the hills. Yeah. So there won't be anywhere for them to be. Yeah. So how are they going to get this? We're going uh, to get ahead here. How are they going to get money for their repairs? Sherman sets up a fake casino. Oh, that's so funny. And Holden, who's doing this, and you're like, oh god, this is awesome. Uh, there's some of the bits in there, like, you know, there's a guy who wanted $300 for, uh, something. He's like, okay, oh, God, that's highway robbery. Here's $350 in chips. Right, yeah. Well, just stealing money, I mean, stealing yes. supplies for yeah. the yes. yes. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. It's like, oh, do you need this? Yeah. Could we, do we need that? Yeah, we could yeah. use that. Okay, here's this. And like, those... what happens if one of these people yeah. wins? Like, like with those dealers? They won't. With those dealers? Yeah. I feel like they maybe should have shown it happening and then see how he talks his way out of 
Well, there was that, one, one thing that I believe it was on uh, one of the, um, the craps tables. Um, people were betting and then guy threw the dice and uh, the dealer or the guy who takes care of the money yeah. literally took the whole thing and went like this. Yeah. Like they, everybody lost. Yeah. So the dice. Yeah. Probably. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Loaded dice definitely. Yeah, it's um one of my favorite parody movies ever. Does a bad casino greatly. It's the Lloyd Bridges Mafia. I haven't seen. Uh, that. It's it's the perfect parody of The Godfather, uh, where it starts out at the very very beginning where they have um they have this uh, crooked casino, and one of the games is I'm so sorry you lost. <laughs> you know where people just give them money and they're like I'm so sorry and they just take the money away and at the craps table they uh, one guy gets it I think he rolls a pair of six and the dealer just shoots them like <laughs> so, I mean, that, that, I'm so sorry you lost is basically what a casino looks like to me yeah like I don't I'm not a gambler and I'm, mm, I don't really either. get that whole thing. I've been to a casino a few times, yeah. and it's like I'll have some money on a card, and I put the card in the slot machine. I press a couple of buttons. There's a bunch of lights and encouraging sound effects, and suddenly I don't have twenty dollars anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like uh, okay. I I don't understand. Like I'll go to a casino if like my cousins want to go. Like yeah. a couple years ago on Christmas, we went. Um. I think I won like two hundred dollars or something, yeah. which was good. I, I mean, just remember yeah. when we went on our vacation to Mystic. We went to uh, Foxwoods, and then on the on the Dungeons and Dragons slot machine, we got what almost three hundred bucks off that thing. Yeah, one hundred and twenty-five. Yeah. I don't right. understand how these fancy ass slot machines work. Video game mini games prepared me poorly for those. Yeah. Okay, they yeah. they are. I don't want to get into details. They're like would be five too long, pictures and there's there's grids so many and... things. Yeah, I've actually won more money on those than any other machine. Yeah, I, I could never figure out how they work. It's yeah. basically you have to get certain patterns in a certain row, and uh. the higher the more lines that you do, the higher chance of winning certain things, and it's just a long, complicated process. That makes everybody go what? Yeah. Um, I just like lost five bucks and I'm like fuck this. I just like those because sometimes they have um, little like mini games within the game, and that's usually like the the higher you get. Oh, oh wow. yeah. There's oh. some where they open up this yeah, this like prize thing and, and there's rolls and different things and you can double, triple, quadruple your money. And she's like, I put in four dollars and I'm now at. And I did that. I got to a, I got to a mini game and then the mini game was up in all my money and then everything wow. was times a certain. Po- That's yeah. where it starts getting like, ooh, this could be fun. Yeah. Like, so many that, that bonus. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I understand it. So I don't many flashing do colors and yeah. sounds, and it's like yeah. you don't even have time to really read the rules. The only yeah. thing lights that, and sound effects, and wait, where's my twenty dollars? They're just the only thing I don't like about them is they're so loud. Yeah. They're Ugh. so loud. Yeah. I mean, it I think is. that's part of the whole thing, just to distract the little yeah. hell out of you. No, it's yeah, that's is. that's the idea. That's why that's yeah. why casinos also don't have windows. Yep. Because you lose total track of time. Right. You look around and you're like, how long have I been here? Yeah, and it's just different. I mean, I I have only had success twice in casinos myself. And one time I went with my grandmother on the senior citizen bus. Been there, man. (laughs) It it was one of the funniest times of my life. It's a lot of fun, those. And the second time I was, it was a friend of mine who he organized a charity run. And he's like, you pay $30, and then you got, like, a $35 ticket. 
Okay. You got, I mean, you got $30 on a card to play with, but okay. you also got a buffet and you got all this other stuff. Yeah. And, you know, so we went and we ate at the buffet. I put the card in the slot and I popped out 50 bucks and I just quit the rest of the time and just wandered around. But I went with my grandmother and we had $50 in between us. And then we walked out with $599 each. Nice. Damn. Just like right at the level before the tax man the got us. The, the taxes, yeah. And we just, we got this and then we just walked around and made fun of people the entire time. I just remember one time we went down to, uh, it was a Newport Grand with Lorraine. Yeah. And we got just, we won just enough money to buy Mario Kart. Yeah. 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 And I, it was so fun with the old people and also how like my grandmother is... Scary good at casinos. My grandmother and was too. really weird and like weird superstitions and yeah. the weirdest thing. I and to how play it, this particular machine. Yeah, I'm not oh. gonna get into that side of the story, but yeah, because <laughs> so you sit down on a machine and it's some old lady's machine. She comes over, beats you with her cane. Yeah, like, get off of that it. has happened. Yeah, not necessarily beating, yeah. but has definitely said this is my machine you need to leave even though there was nobody there yeah there was one with a um an old lady was telling somebody to get on that machine because a certain person was breathing on it and those people are lucky (laughs) and i'm like wow that's weird racism but sure and the guy was walking away and he heard the whole thing and he just kind of shrugged his shoulders. It's like, it's like vaguely positive racism I if it's yeah. even a thing. I gotta say, though, there was one time my mother got so pissed at me. Yeah. We had gone to Twin River when Twin River first, first opened in Rhode Island. So this was a long time ago. It was a while, yeah. But, um... She'd been playing... Like, I was just walking around. I wasn't doing anything. I was just chilling out. And she was playing on this one machine for, like, an hour. Yeah. And this machine wasn't doing anything. It was one of those, like, nickel machines or penny machines, things that I don't understand. Yeah. But she was playing. It wasn't doing anything. She got up and she walked to the other end of this particular row of machines. So I sat on it, and I'm like, yeah, I'll put in, like, ten bucks, see what happens. I put the ten bucks in, and I won $250 within, like, two minutes, and my mother was pissed because it really? was the machine she was playing on oh, okay. that I sat yeah. down at and I won $250 on 10 bucks and I was I was actually able to buy a laptop wow. with, with the money I won that night so Dang it was it. like but she was so pissed it's the only time I've ever seen that happen where somebody right gets on. up someone else sits down and they win and it just happened to be me yeah um, but yeah it's funny wow damn <laughs> So, I mean, it's, so there's a lot of stuff that would go on. I imagine this casino wouldn't have the most of the funniest stories like this. Probably not. But, you know, our listener, if you are, if you have a funny casino story, email movietheatertimemachine at yeah. gmail.com. Yeah, we like those. And tell us these, because then you might just be on the show. <laughs> uh, so we move on a little forward here. You have uh, Chief Torpedo Man Mormorphy, who is uh, asked for paint in order to get this taken care of. Oh, God, the paint. Uh, so he managed to get some red, get some white primer paint. Not enough for the entire house, so they mix together and Kept create a pink. pink primer. So oh, why were they repainting, though, was the question. Like, does the paint really help with their seaworthiness? It might, uh, have, it might help the sealant. Yeah, mm. problem. Yeah, that, that's... Well, I it's thought so, yeah. Paint. Yeah. Yeah, so a Japanese air raid forces the hasty departure before the crew could paint it gray. 
And they're stuck with it. I don't even think they it. had enough paint to paint yeah. it gray anyway. No. No, they didn't. It's... They did do one scene where it's like, oh, we expect to do this. We expect to have this gray here. Um, now... <clears throat> Um, let me just check my notes here. So we might have gone over the point where there that this is this the point where oh yeah they painted it but the oh we didn't get to the point where the pig yet so no, I just want to make sure yeah, so, yeah we skipped yeah. the pig just a little bit yeah but um, Tokyo Rose yeah shows up yeah. and well on the radio ah uh, this is a Tokyo Rose uh, for people who don't know was a um, a Japanese woman who would get on radio signals and would just basically say the worst things possible for people to really feel bad. Right. Pointed yeah, towards Americans. And, but she um, would do it in this kind of sultry voice. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. during Vietnam, there was another, it was like, they called her uh, Hanoi Hannah. Yes, same, Hanoi same Hannah, idea. yes. Yeah, and then, um, it, so... There's a story, supposedly, I don't know 100% of this is true, and uh, my grandfather's no longer here, so I can't verify this, but he, um, supposedly Tokyo Rose called him out. Oh, really? And uh, said something, and called out the USS Argon, and a few uh, sailors got sick, and it was like, well, I hope it's not because of your food, and then mentioned his name. And, there, and he's like, all right, fine, you want to do this? And supposedly that motivated him to make to be the best possible cook for the rest of his life. Well, hey. I just say, Screw look, you, you know, like, yeah, he's like, no goddamn Japanese broad is going to tell me how to cook. <laughs> and, you know, just sunk it in, and then everybody just absolutely loved him after the end of it. Um, so they call it, she mocks the mysterious pink submarine, and the Navy, uh, the U.S. Navy believes that its depiction is, uh, it's not a submarine, it's actually an enemy one, and she's trying to draw uh, it in. Oh, yeah, that they're... Yeah, it can't, it's not one of ours, and the Dutch don't have yeah. any, anything that's pink, so it must be a trick. It's basically, yes. everybody's kind of, yeah. everybody's after them at this point. Yes. Why would there be a pink submarine? Yes. You know? And there's the luau. Yes. Oh, this pig. I don't remember how they got totally involved with it, but sneak they, putting a pig's coat, uh, a, a coat on a pig. They were they, doing. He was doing more uh, acquisitions. They were and, doing another run, and he spotted a small pig farm yeah. on the side of the road, and he's like, he wanted, "Pork." Wanted to grab the biggest, fattest pig, and they yep. do. They that poor pig. It totally wakes up the. Doing the house. It, it, it wakes up the owner. The yeah. owner sees them take it. They uh, he shoots at them. Then they get pulled over by military police, and they have to hide the pig in like a sweatshirt. Yeah, he's yeah. soused. That he's, like, he's it's, super it's drunk. It's sir. He's very drunk. He, he you know he he drinks. So. Yes. Chino, it's yeah, all right. He, he, yeah. I'm sad that he was drinking too, Chino. <laughs> and in general, I'm sad too. I get you. He had problems. He shouldn't be drinking. Yeah, and, you know, they, there's the you know they find it and it's scary. And we went over the part earlier, but I think it was the best nonverbal from Cary Grant when they throw it into the office. Oh, the, so they they hide the pig while the guy's there, and they're just looking and just looks goes okay. There's a pig in the okay. shower. Now, you said during this time he was doing LSD, right? Yes. So, after you told me that, that puts this scene in a little bit more of a like a different light for me. Yeah. Because 
Imagine he was on LSD during this scene. He yeah. opens oh, that man. door, and what does he see? Yeah. I mean, there's we a pink in there, but good lord, what did he see? <laughs> and he just closes the door and does that, like, brief... It's like a second and a half, like, looking not quite at camera, but away from the other actors. Yeah. Just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he turns back and does the thing. And then after that scene, I love the other uh, the other nurse, the, the dark-haired nurse, comes up. Come, she comes walking up. She opens the door, see, like just hears the grunt from the pig, <laughs> closes the door, turns, looks, and sees the, like Holden and um, Sherman looking out of their doors. And it's, they'll just draft anybody these days. <laughs> and she just... Not a word. Just walks past them, goes back into her room. It's just like, yeah, I don't have to pee anymore. I'm good. <laughs> and how he gives away Tony Curtis's clothes. All of his oh stuff. Oh, my God. Everything so is funny. just awesome. Because the like, military police show up with yeah. the farmer looking and for... And they know somebody stole one of his pigs, and yeah. you guys were the only ones who were there. Yeah. So it had to be you. Oh, he likes the bag. Okay, you like the bag. Great. Yeah. Here's some shoes. You like the shoes? Great. Here's some pants. There you go. He just gives him all of his stuff, and it's so funny. Because you see the look on Tony Curtis's face as a... But that's mine. But but I... But Sex Fifth Avenue. Oh, no. At least he doesn't... I don't think he gave him the $2,000 watch, though. No, I didn't no. see the watch go, because that's, no. just, that's the, just mean. The watch was something, but it just having him toss away everything, and it's the look of... I agree, the look of retribution on, on his face, and it's just, like, just feeling awful. And just really, like, he can't say anything about it, but then Cary Grant's deadpan. <laughs> like, he's completely in control of the situation. Yep. And he's just like, oh, okay, but then he can't say anything because everybody's screwed if he gives this up. Oh, it's so, I think it's... And he put it, he pasted himself right into a corner, and it's great. I think great. Sherman kind of got some, uh, uh, some, a little bit of pleasure Yeah. with this one. Oh, yeah, and he's just looking, he's like, all right, fine, you know, and just like, we're going to give everything away. And I think in the back of his mind, I'm hoping that there was a deleted scene where he made him strip to his underwear. <laughs> And he just just gave him everything, including the shirt off his back. Oh, that would be so funny. And just, it's okay, fine. I'm hoping that that was the case, but just thinking maybe that would have gone there. But then the character in his head was like, yeah, I'm going, that's far enough. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, this would be really funny, but no. No, I can't go that But I'm the, I'm the commander. I could. There, Should I? I, yeah. I don't think I'd get in trouble for yeah. this. Hmm. I'm going to get court martial for something else. Yeah. <laughs> They're having the luau. There is a point where the guy, one of the guys, is eating the pig, and it's very, very clear. You could still see pig skin yeah. on it, and it's just kind of like this. Like, there's the red that went into the pink paint. Yeah. <laughs> like right there, how bloody it is. Yeah. And supposedly, I've had friends who grew up on pig farms, like. When you kill a pig, they bleed badly and yeah, they squeal incredibly loudly. There's a reason why they call it a stuck pig. Yeah. Um, because yeah. the you have to drain. Yeah. Like and you, it's you really, cut and then drain. Yeah, and it's uh, it just you do that. I'm like, ooh, I'm like, there's one room that's really bloody, or the engineering room is really like. The engineering room, which is being held together by a woman's girdle. Oh, that's so funny. Now, okay, uh, the, the actor who who plays the like the mechanic, mm. 
He's been in a few Elvis movies, so I I recognized him. Yeah, I recognized him instantly. Yeah. So I was just like, hey, it's that guy. Oh, he's gonna be wacky. Yeah. Because every time he shows up, he plays a very similar character who's gruff and silly. Yeah. And that's kind of his shtick in this one too. Yeah, there's this one line from him. He's like, you know, for you, I really didn't like women. But I like you. You're not really a woman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is like, okay. Like, wait. No, you're, you're not really a woman. You're a mechanic. Yeah. It's like, what? How do we deal with this? Well, well, why not? Can be both? <laughs> uh, so there's an American destroyer that sees the Sea Tiger and fires on there and launches the depth charges when the submarine crashes and dives down to try to avoid that. They throw up some oil slick to try to get them to say, hey, we're sinking. Doesn't really work. No. So what do they do? Say, well, Holden says, well, why don't we get the nurse's underwear? So all, take, all ladies have to take off their undergarments? Yeah. Oh, Can you okay. take off your undergarments, please? We'll explain later and the captain will come around and take it. They're like, wait, what the hell? Like, where are we? And how they come across this, who knows? Uh, uh, it, it, but it see, but they, um... And Crandall's bra convinces the destroyers that the Japanese have nothing like this. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh that is no. such a damn funny story. And when... And my grandfather would tell this, he's like, you understand why Japanese women don't have any boobs, Nick? It's the fact that they never had McDonald's. You know McDonald's what? McDonald's brought all that up. It's, it's really not It's wrong. not far off. No. No. It's because it's of the It's not growth, far off, but it's silly. The growth hormones, the growth right? Hormones. Yeah. Yeah, because beef um, isn't really a big thing in Japan because well, yeah, there's not there weren't cow. really that many cows. Yeah. Um, so you never really had hamburger. And yeah. our hamburger, and, and uh, with a lot of our meat, they do add growth hormones so that the cows grow bigger, bulkier muscle because that's what, you know, that's what we eat. Yeah. They For didn't sure. have that. It wasn't yeah. until we started kind of, yeah, until McDonald's yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, because McDonald's got everybody to grow. It's he true. got everybody to grow. Uh, that was one of my favorite ones where he said it and just deadpan looked at me in the eyes and I couldn't laugh because my grandmother was sitting there. <laughs> and there's an old man talking about boobs. Yep. Let me tell you about boobs, <laughs> Uh So the ceasefire, uh, there's a ceasefire on the tiger, the sea tiger, and then they go ahead, they talk up to surface, and they're settling in. Oh, let's let's not forget a couple of things here, though. Right, right before this, when they are on that island um, having the luau, mm-hmm. Holden has promised people on the island. Yes, um, I'm sorry, I forgot this. Uh, yes, that if something were to happen, that the women and the children <laughs> could come to the sub. Yeah. Well, Why do, you do that. I, I he's a fast talker. He's a very fast talker. He probably he needed something from them, so in order for that to happen, you know, he guess has to what make happens? A well, yeah. guess what happens? Yeah, they get fired upon, so all the women and children run to <laughs> the submarine. Yes, and the entire time the sergeant, uh, 
uh, what's his name? Uh, Sherman, Sherman is standing there going, what the actual fuck? What yeah. is going on here? Why is there a goat? He's like, oh, well, the children need milk. He's like, why is there children? Like, what is happening? I have lost total control. Yeah. And, and but finally, you know, yeah, they're getting shot at and everything else. So he's like, get them, get them down. So yeah, so you've got two pregnant women. Yes. A bunch of little kids and a goat. And the both women go into labor. And they both have their babies. Yeah. Uh, one of them has a boy and a pet. This is the part that I actually thought was kind of sweet. Because all the dudes on the boat become like doting dads. Yeah. They're all like, oh, yes, babies. We can get a little baby over here. Okay. And one of them has a little boy. And then as the, um, as the death chart, death charges are coming at them, the other woman goes into labor. And she has twins. Yeah. And they the kids are crying, and that's one thing about uh, the sonar and everything that they use. They they do use listening devices to try to pick up sounds, yeah. which is why everybody has to stay so quiet. Yes. And they pick up the sound of babies crying, and they wonder if it's a new weapon. Right. The <laughs> babies crying mean a new weapon. So, but um. Tony Curtis runs down and he's like, you gotta shut these babies up. And he ends up holding them and they stop crying. So they're like, oh, you'll be a wonderful father. And the girl who he's been kind of stringing along this whole time and figured out that he's actually getting married to someone else. She's sitting there like, nah, nah, he's all set. He's good. Like, she's pissed about the whole thing. I forgot about this because it was one of my favorite bits of him. Uh, but go on here. I'll, I'll piggyback. Well, I just think but, it was, it was yeah. like the cutest little scene. Yeah. Like, it, it didn't really. Well, what mean you mean when he's holding the babies he's and they the stop talking? And they stop yeah. crying. Yeah. He's just like, oh. It's <laughs> when he's sail when he's sailing back and she's swimming from the island. That is so funny. And then he's paddling funny. back, and when she pops the boat, and you could very <laughs> it, it's but it's it's weird. Because you could see where this, you know, I don't know if you guys saw, you guys got an HDTV mm. to a degree, but we have um, we have a 4K, and you can clearly see in the water, you can see Tony Curtis's feet land on a certain, on a, oh, on something. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. And so he's just looking, he's like, oh, okay, and it's just like, he, he clearly stands up a little bit. <laughs> I, <laughs> I cracked up, that. but it's the look on his face of... I think what was supposed to happen was he, she was supposed to just push him away, and um, it's but it, it, you could see the look of shock on his he face. He was definitely a bit. surprised. I mean, because when it popped, and all of a sudden it's like, oh my god! And then he right. like scrambles to put, so but he stands like up a, and he's on a platform. Right, that was a that was a reaction. That was a regular reaction. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it's, that wasn't supposed to happen. I don't know. I, I don't think it was, scene. but it was really good. And, you know, so they... they... Also, she swam all the way back. Yeah. Now, granted, it's movie magic. She probably did not. Mm. But they're... During the whole, like, rest part, uh, Tony Curtis and the the woman he's been kind of romancing go to an island to have some alone time. Yeah. And And they're kind of... This is a thing that happened quite a bit. They just took, like, a little uh, inflatable raft. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, like, pre-coitus, post-coitus... Um, but they're kind of like laying together and she's talking about him having kids and how he's going to be a great father. Didn't and one like, of them try to put the pants back on. So I didn't see post. pants back on, but I saw, yeah. I definitely saw shoes. Shoes, shoes were yeah. definitely off. So, um, yeah. 
but <laughs> scandalous. Yeah. So I yeah, but that's when he says like, oh well, we're never we can't get married. I have a fiance, and yeah. she like loses her shit. Yeah. She's like, and then proceeds and to proceeds swim all the way back yeah. to the sub. All the way back to the sub, and he's like, these are shark infested waters. Yeah. And he starts chasing her, but he doesn't even put his shoes back on. He just jumps into the raft, and he starts. Literally paddling with his hands, yeah, trying to keep up with her, it's, and I'm like, she, yeah. she swam back to that ship on pure anger. Yeah, oh yeah, she was. <laughs> this pissed. woman runs on pure spite. Oh, that was she great. Was pissed. It and was. It's just a funny scene. So where they clear up everything, and then there's the the seat, the 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 fire sees the still painted pink sub. Now dry docks on the surface and is arriving but battered up on her own power to land and everybody is cracking up laughing and they're, hollering. They're cheering, doing I, wolf whistles. This made me crack up. Yeah. I, I, I loved this. And at the end, Sherman's reminiscing when there's a rival, uh, an arrival comes on and it's Commander Nick Holton and his wife, the former Lieutenant Darren, and their sons. Mm-hmm. Sherman uh, promises holding the new command of a new uh, of a new nuclear-powered submarine, also named the Sea Tiger. Which is why this one's being decommissioned. Yeah, and Sherman's wife, the former Lieutenant Grendel, arrives, and this cracked me the hell. Oh, and I she, died. Uh, driving laughing. like an yeah. absolute maniac. Yeah. Where she, she crashes station wagon too. Where she crashes into his car, and the, that other car buckles under the end of the truck, and it goes the the end of the line was, you know, I was like, oh my god, but your car, don't worry, they'll stop him at the gate. <laughs> and it's just, that painted in me the picture of, like, how funny would it have been to be their neighbors? Oh and my just god, yeah. watch this shit. Also, they have four daughters. <laughs> four daughters, yeah. true, yes. They have four kids, but just watching them do this and just bumble around... And do this and go, holy crap, they're doing it again. Oh, it's like, oh, uh, she's outside. Oh, no, she's yeah. outside. Uh, oh, she, she's, oh, 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 no, she's oh, got a lawnmower. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, and, is she going to set the house on fire? Yeah. And we again. had, I had a neighbor next door to me for a few years who, her name was Audrey. She had two children and her husband got up and left and I think he was the smart one. He, um... I'm sorry to do that. Oh, okay. Uh, but he did not take a drink while doing that. No, but he, she was driving home late at night and slammed the car front end into the telephone pole. Oh, whoops! And then realized what happened, so she turned around and backed into the telephone pole so it would be equal. Oh, no. I tried to convince her husband that it was like it the entire time. Uh. And my favorite bit of all was every time there was a there's a bank nearby where I grew up. Yeah. And every time she went in there with the kids, everybody in that bank went on alert. Because huh? the kids were crazy. Like one time, one of her son jumped over the... Jumped over the desk and almost tripped the silent alarm that rings the cops. Oh, and they're just they're they're nuts. Like they're nuts. And they're, one they're of the, feral children. The bank president reprimanded her about her kids' behavior. I'm standing there pretending I don't know her. And she is walking to the door 
the well, the door is one of those that you have to push in order to open. It's not automatic. Yeah. Um, she's walking to the door with both kids by their hands, and she's muttering to them. And she walked straight into the door. <clears throat> like you have to picture like Tom and Jerry, where Jerry hit Tom with a pan, and he became his face was in yes. uh, had the indentation of the pan. Yes. It was like that for a split second. I, I kind of I kind of feel bad for her because I've done the same thing. Just but, like just walked right in, just out of no, my pride. But you have half a brain for, Most for of a lot of time. Yes, and Most you know you're a really good friend of mine. But this woman had nothing. <laughs> okay. Had nothing. I'm sure at some points where you're like, oh my god, I really didn't sleep last night. But there, there's I, countless other stories I, I will tell. I know Mike. someone who is this woman. Yeah, and it's, two people actually. Yeah. yeah. And the four doors, they go away, um, and they wrap up this movie here. So, one of the Carlux bumpers, uh, Commander Holden now takes the uh, sea on the Sea Tiger on the final voyage. Diesel engine tra- one still backfires one last time. Gurgle ch- gurgles, chunks, and bangs. Yes, it does that. So even 18 years later, it still bangs. Wow. Uh-huh. They still haven't fixed it. Still in fixed engine one. Okay. And it is... In engines three and four, they just never bothered with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because they, they, they took yeah. parts of three. Yeah, they took parts of two or three in order to go ahead and fix the other two. And it's a... There's a lot... Um, if you go on the wiki series, there's um, actually a lot of good... Um, a lot of good history facts that they did is they uh, there supposedly was a few pink submarines hmm. that this was based off nice. of um, the uh, USS Sea Lion as well, uh, which scorched off the black paint and they had to repaint it. Uh, uh, led Tokyo Rose to uh, actually disparage American red pirate submarines. Um, the USS Harder, which is hilarious to me. Um, Harder, better, faster, stronger. <laughs> and, uh, it's another possible source of this. It's commanded by Samuel David Dealey. Um, again, hilarious to me. It's the USS um, Daft Punk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Under the belief that the pinkish tint would help the camouflage, especially during the dawn and the dusk. Okay. Dealey added a pink to the gray, uh, to uh, and uh, added pink to a light gray. Uh, that was standard for the Navy's uh, measure of the 32 paint scheme. Oh, man. Now, there was a television series in 1977. Uh, did not go too, too long, um, but actually is interesting just to mention some of the cast. In the role of Cary Grant was John Aston, who actually played the original Gomez Adams. Okay, okay. I was going to say, I know that yeah. name. Why do I know that name? And um, also, Jamie Lee Curtis was uh, was involved with this, too. Oh, neat. And uh, who was Tony Curtis's daughter. Yeah. Oh, uh, re- I yeah. did not realize that. You didn't know that? No. Oh. Okay, that's super neat. No, I did not. Yeah, Usually yeah. I know those things. No, this one. Yeah. No. It didn't run too long. Only ran over 32 episodes. Um, was a full first season and uh, part of the second season. Kind of did okay. I guess some people kind of pick this up every once in a while. Um, certainly not Holmes and Yo-Yo style, but... <laughs> 
It is something that is somewhat celebrated for people who are fans of old TV. So we're going to tell you a little bit about 4041 Media, and we're going to pick up fantasy casting. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back. Welcome back. Yes. I do want to make a mention of some of the people that were in this movie, too. Um, Dick Sargent. Yes. Isn't it? Which is funny because I I recognized him, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Time out. Is that Darren? I'm like, that's Darren. And of course, I dug a little deeper. I didn't realize that he was gay. So that was like a a little neat, you know, back thing that I was like, oh, 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 okay. Okay. Learning about different actors that I can, you know, pick up immediately. But it really was just like the two mains. Him yeah. and the mechanic dude. Yeah. Those are the only ones I recognize. Oh, no, no, no. And the mom from Happy Days. Yes. 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 Mrs. Cunningham was in there. Yes. Yes, she was. Marion Cunningham was there. and um, She's one of the ladies. Yeah, Marion Ross did mention this movie quite a bit as one of her favorites to make. And still, she does talk about it. We still have her. Yeah. Um, we don't have yeah. a death jingle, so I'm not going to go any further than that because we cannot lose any more Happy Days people. I think you got to explain what that means. All right, a death jingle is something people with podcasts use. Is that if um, I thought it was just the one show. Somebody, oh, some others do it, um, uh, but it's for actors that are actors or actresses that are actually a lot older, and they play it just to warn off the curse in case they say something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, the Talking Simpson show actually yeah. did this where they record like a month or two ahead of time and yeah. they talked about the episode where the Bushes move in across from the Simpsons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was released the week Barbara Bush died. Oh. Ooh. And they had a ton of Bush jokes and they're like, oh, shit. That's bad timing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was odd. Mm. It was odd. Um,. Yeah, so... Alright, fantasy casting. Who's got what? <laughs> I got a few. Go for it. I have some broad concepts. Good. Concepts are good. Like, um... Replace with the cast of MASH. Yeah, yeah. that'd be funny. That could definitely but work. But I, I don't know specifically. Holden's Hawkeye. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Does he, you know, is yeah, it, I guess. Was it Hawkeye, or was it the other guy that was, like, the... Basically the criminal getting a hold of everything? Didn't Klinger do that? Klinger was the one that would do that. Oh my god. Klinger was the requisitions guy. Okay, so he's holding. No, well, yeah. Yeah, he was the, um... Yeah, He took over Radar's job. Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite lines out of the whole series is the one where, like, 
they wanted to put cement down in the OR, but mashed the first M and mash stands for mobile, so the army wouldn't approve it. <laughs> so he he told the uh, the people that they were preparing a barbecue for the uh, in a barbecue pit for a general dropping by. <laughs> He's like, yeah, but we don't have the cement to build the barbecue. Like, there you go, fine, here you go. Like, it's just nothing else. Like, well, it's, it's <laughs> like it's like in this movie how they can't identify what toilet paper is. Yeah, so oh, that's right. They reject, they reject yeah, how the do requisition. we do this? And, yeah. It's like, what have you been using to clean yourselves? Then? Yeah, their socks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hopes and dreams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why they salute with their right hand. Taxpayer money. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Or get requisition forms. Go through. That was actually a good part that we missed. Where he's like, look, I can get stuff for you. You made me your supply way. officer. You're my supply officer. I'm your supply officer. I love officer, how he's right? like, I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna regret this. I'm yeah, gonna- probably. <laughs> but in the meantime, we get what you need. Yeah, I'll get your stuff. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't ask why. I'll get it for this you. This is what it's I'm all- good at. Yeah. Yeah. That character's always fun. It's like I know a guy. Yeah. Don't <laughs> worry. I know a guy who gets you. Take care. I know of a it. guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. You don't know any of this though. Right. We- I'm not sure how it would change. Um, it would be faster paced at the beginning. Yes. 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 I would say, though, because I had a similar idea, but I was going to say Mike Farrell as uh, in the Cary Grant role. Hmm. Mike Farrell played BJ Honeycutt. Okay. But wouldn't he, wasn't he Sherman in charge, so why not Sherman T. Potter? Yeah, I had inklings of that, but it's just he's... Mike Farrell is really good at playing deadpan, mm-hmm. oh. but so is so is Sherman Potter. Yeah, I've got a oh, role for I've got a role for Sherman Potter as Commander Sherman. Okay. Yeah, I, you're right. You're right. I got to do that. Do you mind? Or? I don't mind. There. Right. So. Yeah, that's a twenty-four. So, so how's he gonna much. fit his horse on the damn summary? <laughs> well, they put a goat. I'm pretty sure they could figure it out. A full horse, though. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's my horse. Yeah. Yeah, take it down or in a painted pink. How you get this? Oh, okay. Look at the mullet. Just like crazy. The rest of that song is fucking weird. Who else has got what here? Uh, well, Wait, so which one is Klinger now? Oh, uh, well, Klinger would be Holden. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You didn't roll for that. I did not roll for Klinger. No, oh, but oh, that was your your pick. Or did so. you want to? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. That, was, that was yours, so you should have really. We've got a 16 over here. Oh, yeah, that's that's for, that definitely gets it, yeah. yeah he uh, yeah. gets some barters for some outfits from the nurses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the first one to loan his clothes. <laughs> I said this wonderful maybe. cocktail dress. Yeah. Well, what about at the, um, I think it was the last episode of, uh, or it was one of the episodes of MASH where the, um, where a bunch of Korean women take all the Klinger's dresses. Oh, yeah. yeah they're, like, on that's, sale or yeah. something. Yeah, so he's taking... Like, it was during a bug out. And they all took it like they needed... Yeah. They needed to have it, and they take all the Klinger's dresses all right away. Oh. Well, they do that. So I think they would get on, they need clothes, and they would just take Klinger's clothes. Oh. <laughs> Crando would have the uh, Scarlett O'Hara dress. <laughs> or something like that. The, Right. Uh, now I have an idea for one because we got to put in our patron safe. Yes. And I was I was thinking of a couple of roles that he could potentially have been in. Either the chief engineer Tustin, yeah, or whatever that you know that guy. Just think, there's a woman in my engine room. Yeah. It's bad luck. 
or potentially, Ooh. and I can't remember the character's name, the one who had Gertie tattooed on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> Was his name Hunkle or something? Hunkle, yes. Because yeah. I kept saying, are they calling Hunkle. him Uncle? But yeah. no. I could, I could see him. Actually, I could see him as Hunkle because yeah. that, that could be a, a real yeah. source of comedy with that tattoo. So yeah. let's see. And yeah. I love the idea. Oh, I figured out how I can actually go back to the real world. I'll just tattoo a bra and panties on her. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh yeah, don't like that at all. The world does not like this. Uh, okay. okay, I get it. Yeah. Maybe it's Damn. just too dangerous to stash a watch up there. Yeah. Too under pressure. You know, yeah. he would probably end up being like the um the admiral at the very beginning. Yeah. He's not yeah. in it for very much. He was like just like a Yeah. Uh, a quick star. It's like oh, a, when he, uh, It's when like Brian Cranston in uh, in Godzilla. Yes. Yeah. He's there when, for ten minutes. But he walks yeah. back into his office and there's nothing there. <laughs> it took my alcohol. Okay, Charles Lamb for uh, Hornsby. Yes. <laughs> Please roll for that. Yes. Okay. I, was say, I seem to be cursed. I got yes. two ones on that one. Twenty-nine. All right. So By far, not too yes. much changes, except that it's a lamb, and <laughs> the lamb somehow gets smuggled off the ship. Yes. And so nobody has ham. Or lamb for New Year's. Yes. Yes. It's a... I gotta say... It's a good one. That's a good one. The scene during New Year's when they when they sing Old Lang Syne. Yeah. I was just like, why? Uh, yeah, I don't understand the meaning of that song. Me neither. No. It's got like, what? Is that Scottish words or something? Well, should old acquaintance be forgotten? Now, I know it's not O-L-D, it's A-U-L-D, whatever yeah. that Old. means. Is that, like, noble or something? I don't, I'm not sure. Oh, uh, I see. There's, yeah. there's probably a lot of, it, it probably makes sense sometimes, but I don't yeah. get it. Mm, I don't get it either. Yeah, I'm not really sure, um, I'm not really sure myself, and yeah, that was a Scott's little bit. Scott's language poem. Yeah. Okay. That was a little bit of a um, an, an off tick thing, like it like it would have been deleted. Yeah, but like I was saying, I was saying like this scene, like when yeah. they're all singing, is not really necessary. Them having the luau out on the on yeah. the deck, yeah, sure. But the whole singing bit's like we could have saved five minutes in this movie, right? Yeah. This wasn't really necessary. That's what I found like a but. A lot of this movie seems to be just weird little, here's an event, here's some other events that don't really tie to the plot much. There isn't much of a plot. It's mostly, we gotta get point it's A like, to point B. It's like, we gotta get to Darwin and everything keeps falling off my goddamn ship. Yeah, yeah and yeah. just weird, random events happen. Which is kind of a standard plot for a lot of movies that are just basic generic like yeah mm. okay we're gonna go on a date and this is what happens when you go on the date and all these wacky adventures happen here's what happens yeah. when you schedule two dates at the same time in the same place yeah well who does that yeah and stuff with world war Two. i mean when you think about it like we just got out of korea vietnam was picking up at that time and we weren't really involved too much with the draft no, just yet not yet we were close, but you still had, you had the bulk of the World War II veterans, well, you had all of them basically still around. Yeah. So when you talked about that, I mean, and also 
war was still very fresh and people didn't really have a lot to say so in world war honestly, two it, it, honestly, you know when you get it when you get like a world war two movie from that era it's very i'm sorry but um no, it's, uh, or a, it's very campy and it's not very highly structured it's uh, you gotta remember that at that point in time yeah. it was 1959 so the youngest person who could have joined the army in the last year would have been 33 years old True. Yeah. Yeah. So it was during technical peacetime. Yeah. And during peacetime, you are not going to want to make a movie that's going to want to bring people down. That's going to show right. the horror. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's yeah. why it's like it's campy. It's campy. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, they t- can take enough of yeah. real world issues that yeah. might have happened. And to be fair, and pepper world, it with that. World War Two was really like the last, the last war where we had a very like. No questions. Very. This is the bad guy. Yeah. Right. There was and no, these are the good guys. There was no right. gray area. Like right, know, Korea yeah. and Vietnam. There's like there's or hell even World War One before that where like nobody comes out of that looking good. No. Like World War Two was a very specific. These are the good guys. These are the bad guys. Right. The good guys did some bad shit like the Japanese internment camps, but we're not getting into that right now. Yeah. But it was like the Nazis were very specifically the bad guys right right, right so yeah. doing a war about that it's just like doing a war movie about that it's just like we can afford to be a little silly yeah because we know we're the good guys in this and I think it is uh, I think that's the reason why it is very silly is just you know people did that and people weren't really talking about world about war for a while like it wasn't until the 70s and Right. I've been watching a lot of MASH lately, and because uh, he ran out of bones. Yes, yes, it's true. <laughs> but uh, so I love that show, and I've seen every episode at least three dozen times, um, forever and ever. I will watch it again forever and ever. Um, but uh, a lot of people who wrote in with it, and you know, people who sent the cast fan letters, say that. You know, that's the first time people actually showed what war was really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, while they had their comedy, they had their drama, but they actually had some serious moments where they showed really what it is. Right. And it wasn't until, like, you know, it started picking up in, you know, it was started airing in 1972, but it really didn't pick up steam until 1976. Mm-hmm. So you still have 17 years after this. Yeah. That still people really didn't say too much. So... 31 years after the end of World War II. And people are still now finally getting it. To me, it's a damn tragedy. And actually, I would like to start to wrap with this. But I would like to say, really, um, with COVID-19 and you know, human malware, whatever you would call it, a lot of services and a lot of things are being neglected, especially with the dangers of uh, what's going on with the virus. Mm-hmm. I want to be serious for just a moment and just say for listeners, if you can, please donate to a veterans organization that is taking care of people. Definitely. Yeah, they're, they're um, really They are hit. definitely needing it. And, you know, especially where families cannot come together no. mm-hmm. at this time, so especially where, um, you know, Maybe my own family were talking about not even having Thanksgiving and not even having Christmas this year. I'm not even, We've already yeah. talked about that. Yeah, too. yeah. and not Shit. doing it. Christmas is getting canceled. Yeah, and not even doing that oh, just so for the sense what I would say is really if we can do this, please donate to a veterans organization. They're already away from their families as it is. At least let's give them 
that, that, that uh, Christmas gift them this time mm-hmm. when they really need it right now. They need it all the year. They need it all the time. And whether or not you agree with the government and what specifically yeah. they stand for, this it's not the soldier's fault. No. no. It's not, you know, yeah. donate. It's They're they're just doing their part. That's, yeah. Well said, Don. Well yeah. said. But really, donate if you can. Um, I know a lot of places, they do this... Um, uh, anonymous Christmas cards to soldiers. Um, yeah. Actually, I did one at a place I was working at many, many years ago, and it was just great. Um, so definitely do that. So um, we highly recommend Operation Petticoat. This is yes. a very this was a fun movie. interesting one. Next week, we end up uh, round out Cary Grant Month with Charade uh, with Audrey Hepburn. And again, it's a little slower... It'll be probably a different feel in the next episode, but it is on Halloween, and we will end Halloween month talking about the man who spent his life putting on a mask. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm actually a little sad we already did Arsenic and Old Lace, because that know. would have been perfect for, I know. for Halloween. We gotta I promote know. that episode. Yeah. We do. Definitely. We do. We will put it on our social media. It's, Watch that movie, guys. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. Yeah. yeah. It's one of our charities. <laughs> oh, God. It takes place on Halloween. Yes. It's about so murder. Dig the canal. Also, yeah. there's one thing. I'm going to make you watch a specific movie. Yet I know. Because you've never seen it, and that just... That one that we talked about on our podcast, and you've seen, what, 60 trillion times, I think? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know you will. So, folks, uh, be good. Uh, once again, uh, sign up for the, the notes with the Simon & Schuster link. Either copy-paste or click the link, depending on what your caster allows. Sign up to win that book. i only got a few days nice. left after Catch uh, to do it. It's a great book, great series. Um, we love you, Simon Schuster. We love you, Leela. We love you, Carrie Grant. Be good. Take care of yourself. Don't be too good.